So every time another school year rolls around, I think about my baptism. Not because really I'm the spiritual guru, but because I remember the day before high school, I stood in a tank of water confessing my beliefs about Jesus on that Sunday before. I remember that I was anxious about not knowing what to expect with the new school year. So I wanted to do something that I felt like I could have control over. Little did I know as I actually got into the water of my baptism, I was giving up that control. Because it would be an understatement to say that my baptism went the way that I expected it to. I expected it to be this like picture perfect baptism, just like Jesus. I expected the clouds to be able to break open and I could hear the voice of the Father. But that was not the reality as I stood in a broken, cold tank baptistry of water the day before my first day at high school. I didn't really get to hear the chants of the voice of the Father, mostly because of my father and I's miscalculations that we made in the moment. Uh, the first miscalculation being that my height was not equivalent to the length of the baptistry. So when I went to be submerged into the water, I actually banged my head on the back of the baptistry. I remember as blood was slowly seeping out of the back of my head, I remember the song, there's power in the blood being sung above the surface of the water. And I was thinking, no kidding. My guess is that because my father thought we had one chance to get this thing right. So when my head hit the back of it, instead of pulling me up, he actually pushed me deeper in which I didn't keep holding my breath, which meant I let it go and I started drowning with it. And as I came up out of the water, gasping for air, I also found one more truth that made that day significant. The only clothes that the church had to offer me that day were white sweats. And if you've ever had the experience with water and white clothing, you should know that water always wins. Yes, you can say on that day, I was clothed with Christ, but if you were to look at the pictures after I came up out of the water, that's the only thing I was clothed in from head to toe. You could say my baptistry or my baptism was very revealing. I remember just walking away disappointed. Why was my baptism so different than the movie-esque baptism of Jesus? How come Jesus was amazing in his and mine felt like a 48 hours murder mystery? I expected the moment to be perfect, to be calculated, to be ideal. And as I've reflected over it with time, I've come to realize that maybe that moment wasn't supposed to be perfect. Because it was a moment of a bunch of moments to come. That it was a parable rather than a picture perfect moment. It was an invitation to see my faith in a way that I didn't expect. And Jesus would continue to keep inviting me to see it different than my expectations. The gospel writer Luke at the end of his book actually invites us to see two disciples who had unmet expectations at the end of chapter 24. Luke not only tells us about people who are coming to faith, but also about two individuals who were walking away from faith. Their whole demeanor can actually be found in verse 21 when it says, they told Jesus, but we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. They hoped that Jesus was the one who would give them their lives back 
instead of losing his life. They hoped that he would establish power over all other powers, but instead he's killed by the ruling powers of the day. They hoped, like many of us today, that God would redeem us from hardship instead of through hardship. And even though they had heard a rumor that the tomb was empty, they were disappointed because Jesus wasn't different than who they perceived him to be at first. They were humiliated. They couldn't even believe or accept that God's story could involve loss or even death. You know, and Christians, way after these two, have wrestled with this as well. There's a weightiness to knowing God. Knowing God at times is almost a form of experience of suffering. Thinkers uh, and theologians would say it like this sometimes through the ages. To know God is a suffer God. Which means to know God, to come to know who God really is, is it's costly. It's a wrestling it can't be calculated. And we slowly begin as we know God more fully. Our ideals have to be let go and our expectations have to be crucified. 